You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Created For More podcast. I don't know about you, but I am like getting more and more fired up about my life this year. So excited that I'm trusting myself, trusting God and leading more and more into where he's calling me to go. Um, and being on this podcast and having conversations with you, with guests, and just being able to really live this purpose is incredible. And I am so, so grateful. And I hope that week after week, you are listening and getting inspired and stepping more and more into who you were created to be. And we are going to get into that on today's episode with Karsta. I'm so excited to introduce you to her. Um, she is going to talk to us about how to listen to our voice and really getting to know ourselves, basically the vision for our life, how to find it, how to step into it. We have a really cool conversation around it. Um, and it starts with us, right? It starts with our story. It starts with the obstacles that we feel are holding us back from what we are meant to do or what we can do, what we're capable of, and really those are what's going to fuel you in becoming and being who you're meant to be. So tap into it and, and embrace it and know that it's all part of the journey and your story. So let's introduce Karsta and get started. Karsta is a gifted and insightful speaker whose compassion captivates audiences. She is also a number one international best-selling author and mental fitness coach whose signature blend of empathy, compassion, and candor empowers clients and audiences to break free from expectations and limiting beliefs. She tops it off with a vulnerability and relatability that inspires action. She lives by her two mottos, fine isn't good enough, and Yes, actually, you can, and they both resonate throughout her talk. You can find her recharging while sitting by the lake or journaling in her Zen Den, often with a cup of coffee in hand. You can learn more about her and connect with her on her website, karstamarie.com, which is also in the show notes. Get ready to be inspired and excited to find who you are. Let's go meet Karsta. Hey, Karsta, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. I, um, first of all, I don't think I realized this when we first connected, but I'm a Marie too. So yeah. Are you There's like, is that us. your first name, Karsta Marie? Uh-huh. Well, my, no, my first name is Karsta and then my middle okay. name is Marie. But you just go by both all the time? No, it's just more for my business branding. I actually, my friends call me Kari. Kari, like, oh, I which I, yeah, I love too. I just, Karst is so unique that I thought, you know, it as is. I venture into my business, there's some brand recognition that comes with having such a unique name. So very cool. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I don't really it, use my middle name a lot. Like my mom does. No. <laughs> well, that's actually, it started as a joke because I have some friends that I was working with who called me Karsta Marie as like a joke because they thought it bothered me. And I was like, it doesn't bother me. But like, mm -hmm. whatever. And so then, yeah, like I said, when it came time to kind of 
rally around the business identity, I was like, you know what, we're just going to embrace that and go with it. I love it. When people don't have a middle name or even sometimes when they do, I'll usually use Marie as the middle name just because it's so common. I'm like, everyone has Marie as their middle name. (laughs) Gilbert Marie. That's my husband, Gilbert Marie. (laughs) Exactly. So fun. All right. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you about the topic today about just, you know, really learning to listen to yourself and having this uh, knowing of who you are, because it's actually, I mean, I might say it's like the most important thing to know for everything in life, like in your business, in your personal, in your relationships, in your finances, like finding your purpose, like you have to know yourself and, and we get lost along the way of life because everyone starts to tell us who we are. (laughs) And sometimes we listen and So like, okay, I'm pumped up for this, but real quick, I just, how did you come to like be in this business and help people with this? So it started a little bit by an accident. I was a teacher by trade and super long story short, I, I got burnt out. And so I walked away for a few years Mm -hmm. as I was getting ready to walk away. I had kind of collaborated with somebody that I'd known in a previous network marketing situation. And she was like, listen, part of your, part of my job at the time was to coach teachers. And Mm -hmm. she's like, why don't you just be like a life coach or like, you know, a mindset coach or a a coach. And I was like, well, that kind of makes sense. Right. And so I jumped into the space. And then after the fact, I just, I realized the power of my story behind it. So Mm -hmm. I kind of did it backwards. I decided I was going to do it and then figured out why I was going to do it. But that's kind of how I got there. The topic of knowing yourself is just so near and dear to me because that was my story. I didn't know myself. Yeah. And then I did, like you said, I did what every woman does. And not only did I not know myself, I started taking on all the identities of what everybody thought of me. So then the me that was ever in there got so buried. And so my journey as a coach has also been, you know, we always say coach ourselves first Mm -hmm. has really been to find myself. And it was a long, difficult, arduous process. And I want to make it easier for other people. I want to be like, no, listen, don't, don't do that. Cause that's really the hard way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes I feel like the journey just kind of has to be longer in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, for me, I know my journey was at least 10 plus years and it's just very recently. Well, I guess I've known the purpose and I've known myself, but it's been like a 10 plus year of coming out. (laughs) I don't know. We'll be talking about my story later, but Um, I just want to hear about you today and, you know, help our listeners find themselves or at least take some of those first steps because we can't do anything if we don't know who we are. Right. Right. I think one of the first pivotal moments that I had and that I always start with my coaching clients is I was working with a coach and she said, well, you know, and I was very stuck in this place of, I don't know. And I always say I was in a space of like, I knew I wanted to get away from what I didn't enjoy about my life, but I didn't know what I, what I did want, right? I didn't know where I was headed. And so she said, well, here, just for one of our sessions, she goes here, just humor me for a minute. I was like, okay, fine. So we did this 
beautiful. The whole hour long session was this beautiful visualization exercise um, where she took me kind of into this deep meditation. We did this beautiful visualization and I came out and I wouldn't say I had all the answers, but to have kind of a new level of clarity mm-hmm. and to have this new sort of sense of inspiration and motivation and excitement for possibility was so incredible. And so I always start there with my clients where we do this deep visualization about what if you could create your ideal life. And I always say it's like super safe. There's nobody's contaminated. It's all for you. And and we really tap into what does that feel like? Because I think that that's the piece a lot of us miss, right? We go chasing things. I want fancy cars and a big house and the right job. And I want the right body. And I want this number of kids. And we chase all the things thinking that that's where we're going to find happiness. Yeah. We chase those things because we're chasing a certain feeling. So let's flip the script a little bit, figure out what the feelings are that we want to have on the day-to-day basis, and then decide what things are going to get us there. I love it. Yeah. So that's been a big part of my journey. Yeah. I feel like the other part of that is, is being who you want to be or who you're created for, right? Created to be. Um, Because, and I've talked about this on the podcast a few times this year already is like, you know, I hate working out. Like I hate it. Right. I don't like eating right. Give me all the pizza, all the chocolate, like that that's not what I like to do, but my goal is to be healthy, right? Healthy, feel good inside my body, feel good in the clothes that I want to wear. And so if I want to be this healthy person, I'm going to take action that's going to get me there, right? But when I'm not connected to that being and I'm just like, oh, I have to work out and I have to go to the gym three times a week, like, no, I don't. I'm going to sit on the couch and binge Netflix instead. Like, You just fall into patterns that don't support that person and the discipline behind it will help you create that true happiness. So, right. Well, and so I worked with a coach. It's funny. You keep talking about being, I worked with a coach early on in my journey who taught me the phrase be, do, have. Yep. And often as humans, we think that when we have it, then we'll be able to do the things and then we'll be that person, right? So you're talking about your body. Well, when I have the body I want, then I'll be able to like exercise how I want to exercise. Then I'll be healthy. And to your point, you have to flip that script and you have to do it completely opposite. You have to mentally and emotionally embody that being. That's when you'll have the motivation and inspiration to do the things you need to do in order to have whatever the outcome is you want to have. Yes, 100%. I love that. We use that be, do, have as well. And it does. It makes a difference. you got to flip that around. And I feel like, I mean, if we could go into a whole tangent, but the way like society <laughs> and the media and the yes. popular girls at school, like they have fed us this lie that having those things is what's going to change our lives. But if you look at people who have changed the game, you know, people who have bo- were born into poverty, born in countries that just are not as fruitful, right? They have decided that they are going to be someone different and change the way that they do life. And now look at, you know, how many stories do we hear that now have this amazing lifestyle, but it started with who they chose to be. So. 100%. 
<sighs> this is why I get fired up because I know, right? I know, me too. Yes. So many men, right? Men too, but like we yeah. cater to the women here. Um, so many women are stuck in this mediocre life and they are maybe dreaming quietly and not really thinking that they can have these things or dream so big, but girl, wake up because we need you. And this is, this episode is going to be for you. Tell us, Karsta, where do we start? How do we do it? (laughs) Oh my gosh. How do we do it? I think the first step really is that visualization and and not to kind of plug anything, but if anybody really wants a deeper dive, I'm happy to do that one-on-one, but really quick how that could look for listeners. If you want to do it on your own, I always tell my clients, let yourself just start daydreaming those things where your mind wanders during the day and just start taking notice of them. Not about the things you're going to have, but like in those really sort of stressful moments, what's the feeling you want to be having instead? Or when you wake up in the morning, how do you really want to feel? And everybody says, I want to be happy. I, I don't hate the word happy, but it's so generic. How do you really want to feel? Like for me, I want things to feel effortless. Right. So really hone in on how do, why is this stressing me out? And how do I want to feel right now? Maybe, I mean, you can do your own visualizations, close your eyes and just really imagine what that ideal life looks like. But more than importantly, how you feel inside that ideal life and really tapping into those energies and those feelings, that's going to be huge. And then the next step after that is to start being just like you were talking about. And people say, oh my gosh, that feels so overwhelming. Like, how do I do that? And I'm going to be honest, when my coach first told me that, I started doing it all wrong. I was like, well, she goes shopping all the time and she does, like, it was very, (laughs) and I was like, wait, wait, my bank account doesn't like that very much. I can't do that. (laughs) But staying connected to those feelings, right? And so how can you, if your word is like, for me, it's effortless. How can I make my day effortless and start doing things that can make those feelings come to life? Yeah. And I, you know, I have, and I think we're going to link in the show notes, my, I'll give you my free journal. These are the prompts that I use every day. And it's really, it's my intention every day is really, how do I want to encapsulate and embrace those feelings? Like, what do I need today? Maybe things are feeling effortless right now, but right now I need to maybe feel more connected as a mom. Right. Like I have an adult child that lives with me and we're pretty connected most of the time, but you know, she's an adult. So we have crazy. So I I need to feel connected. So then what can I do from that? How can I take action from that space of filling my mom heart? And then the other big, big thing is um, at the end of every day, really celebrating what you did well, even if the day went to crap. And even if you had 10 things on the list and you got seven done. The very last thing I do every night is celebrate the things I did do. Yeah. Right. Um, Yeah. And you know, the other thing I always tell people is stop scrolling for 10 easy steps. Mm -hmm. Stop. Because just like you were saying, those 10 easy steps all be the, like, I'm sure somebody's super well-intentioned in posting and sharing and, and giving you those. Those 10 steps work for them yeah. because they're embodying who they are. So don't go looking for those, create your own. What are your 10 steps, right? Like for me, I'm with you. I actually do love working out, but I'm in a space right now. Like I, I, I do, 
weirdo. Also, <laughs> well, it's a little bit of a love-hate, right? Like, I love the feeling of it. Yeah. But, like, I'm not always motivated to do it, right? Right. Um, and post-pandemic, my full disclosure, my body is not what it used to be. And so I, I don't have the fitness level to do some of the things I really enjoy doing, which right. then turns the cycle. It's a whole thing. My point is, I've now started doing yoga in my living room. Nice. Is it what I really enjoy doing for workouts? No, but I enjoy it enough that I can celebrate the fact that I'm moving my body. Exactly. And it's getting you into that healthy right. state. So, yeah. And like, you know, cooking, I don't like to cook either. I love to eat. I love to eat delicious food. Like having a personal chef is on my vision board. Yes. And for now, I'm the chef and I have to feed my family, which is good. Like I want to feed them. And I want to feed them healthy food. So, you know, start with one or two recipes a week that are simple. I'm, I literally Google easy, healthy dinner recipes, like five ingredients or less. Yep. <laughs> Rock right. cut recipes, you know, like I keep it simple because my word that I want to feel always, especially this year, it's my word this year is peace. I want to feel peaceful in everything that I do and everything that I am. And so easy recipes that are healthy and delicious are on the menu. And I just start with, you know, a couple a week to get myself into that, that new habit and that new intention and new ingredients sometimes, because if I don't know an ingredient, I'll oftentimes like, oh, I'm not making it. I don't know what that thing is. I don't know where to find it. <laughs> My podcast podcast intro usually has like a cooking story of mine because <laughs> I'm always learning. Like, you know, I've learned how to peel carrots this year. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I had to Google what a shallot was. Like I'm, that's not that's not my jam, but I'm learning. Right. And if I can right. do it, you, know, you can do it like in whatever it is that you need to, to be in order to have the life you want. And, and to not beat yourself up that you're all, I'm only doing it two nights a week. Right. Like we, we disqualify ourselves right away. Mm -hmm. I only work out two nights a week or I like it for me, I only do yoga or I only, right. We diminish it. And it's like, no, I did yoga today. Yeah. I cooked a meal for my family today. And it's okay if I don't get to tomorrow because we've got 87 different activities. It's okay if we need to hit McDonald's or whatever, you know, but to celebrate those days and to, well, to celebrate every day, the things that you did do that moved you towards it, like in your case, that moved you towards peace. Yeah. The other thing that I would encourage people to is to really hone in once you find that word, like, what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause that, that's another whole level. Like we could say, yeah. Oh, I want to be, I want peace. Or I can say, I want things to feel effortless. Right. Well, that doesn't mean I expect them to be easy. Mm -hmm. It means I want it to feel like this is some work, but it's like effortless work. Like that's different. Exactly. And so tapping into what that means for you. Yeah. And like going back to what you said about how people say they want to be happy, like, yeah, don't we all, but like, what does that mean to you? One person could mean like, I want a Prada bag and the other people want like, I don't know, a massage. <laughs> this is two different things, right? So we have right. to identify, like, identify that feeling of what we want and identify the, the things, the experiences, the people 
that will help us create that healing. Yeah, hundred percent, right? Because, um, like, my definition of healthy right now is very different than what it was even five years ago. Right. Yeah. You know, so just evaluating for yourself: what does healthy mean? What does peaceful mean? What does I always tell people: maybe you want an exciting life. Like, mm-hmm. I, not me. I want my nice, quiet little like yeah. <laughs> in my little corner here, and I'm all happy. But, but what does that really look like? And what does that mean for you? And and checking in at the end of every day to say, okay, what did I do that was exciting mm-hmm. and what made it exciting? Cause that's then how you're going to replicate it. Right. right? Yeah. What about the experience was exciting? Okay. Now how can I apply that in this other situation? Yeah. Very cool. Well, I love that you have a journal for us and we're going cool. to put that in the show notes as well as, you know, your website and where we can find you on social Yep. Your, your journal though, doesn't have like the visualization, right? Exercise. That's just something that we can walk through ourselves. Yeah. I feel like I might've put a prompt in there for you to be able to walk through yourself. Oh, okay. I just recently, I just recently updated it. So I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think there's a prompt in there to do that. And if not, people can reach out to me and I'm happy to, I think I'm sure I've got a note somewhere that I can send the directions or even. Awesome. We can walk together and do that but yeah it it's super simple but it can be really impactful I, I run yeah. a vision board app at the end of the year and I always start it that way and mm-hmm. one of the ladies came out of it and she was like I did not expect any of what I saw in there but it she was so excited about it she's like I, I didn't anticipate any of that but I'm yeah. here for it you know that's like a, a great point too like that and some people you know you might be listening and thinking like I'm not going to visualize that's like wacky and weird and you know but like seriously if you can just practice it be awkward for a little bit and just get into it to like really see what what do you see for your life I remember I did one I mean I do them all the time too but like I was recently visualizing something I forget what it was like I was being led through it and I pictured myself speaking on a stage with like a cute pink jacket and I was like all right gotta find the pink jacket right like I already saw it and I experienced what that felt like and I saw who I who I was being and what I was wearing and what I was like embracing about myself and sharing with the world and it's so powerful because even if I'm not on that stage with that cute pink jacket today, I know I can be. And that feeling I get to have right now. And I get to show up in everything I do, feeling that confidence. Right. Right. Um, And I think you bring up an important point. The the devil, if you will, is in the details. Mm. Right. And like you said, like it was a pink jacket. I know the first time I did the visualization, I was in what I sort of call my deconstruction phase of my, my journey. Like I was deconstructing all the old. And so I, for my entire life have had blonde hair. And in my deconstruction phase, I was like, Nope, I'm going Brown. I'm going Brown, going Brown. Like if you go look at my website, there's pictures of me blonde and there's pictures of me brown hair. And it's a whole, it's a whole (laughs) mess. But like, I was convinced that in order to not be the old version of me, that was going to, I had to have brown hair. And then when I did the visualization, I was blonde and I was like, no, I was so upset. Cause I thought that that meant I was going backwards, but I realized like, that's just who I am. Right. And so really honing in on those details, like, and I always taught, if you struggle with that, 
tap into your five senses while you're sort of in that visualization. That's a really great way to do that. Like I would say five things you see, four things you can like feel on your skin, three things you can smell, two things that you can maybe hear. And then I always say walk away with like one emotion or energy word that you got from that experience. So, yeah. So, so good, Carissa. Thank you for sharing all of this. Um, I hope it was helpful to you listening. I, again, I encourage you to find who you are because if you've got this fire inside and you're ready to step into what you were created to be in this world, it's going to start with finding who you are. So take the time and the energy and the effort. Your whole world will thank you for it. Your kids will be okay. Your husband will be okay. Your friends will be okay. Everyone you feel like you have to take care of first is going to be okay and even actually better off if you find who you are. So yes. on that note, I just want to say one of my children sat down with me at one point and said, mom, I'm really glad that I'm watching you do this journey so that I don't have to do it when your age. I'm learning now. And I was like, oh my God, see, I cry every time I tell the story. So it, it, your kids will be okay. Yeah, they will. I mean, my kids have had to grow up so fast and so young because of my own journey of having rheumatoid arthritis. Like I couldn't physically take care of everybody to barely do it for myself. So at first it was that guilt of like, oh no, I'm not taking care of my babies. But then I was like, oh wait, I'm teaching them some really cool things in their life and it's going to go further. So thank you for sharing that. All right. Well, make sure you check out the show notes, get your journal and go follow Karsta and just let her know you heard her on the podcast ask questions, connect, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome.